Leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. Cheryl Sandberg. Welcome to Finneytown Local School District's official podcast, the only place to listen to the in-depth stories from our students, staff, and community members. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Happy Monday, Wildcat Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the Finneytown Wildcats official podcast. Mike Kennedy, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. we got a good crew today. Three people, right? Three. One student, two band directors. Uh, a student joining us, Grace Finch, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Thanks for being here, especially with these two. Sam Franck, how are you? I'm having a great day. I love being on this podcast, ready to roll. There you go. It's all over your face today. Good day. Brad Delaney, how are you? Uh, great, as always. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Well, well, let's get into it. The rapid fire. Are you guys ready? Let's go. I'm pumped. All right. Grace, did they warn you about this or no? No. Okay. Good luck. Here we go. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Really? Yeah. Like pepperoni, cheese, what? Well, there's a variety. Can, does it have to be one pizza? No. Can you? Yeah, then I'd change it up. You change Nice. I like it. That's smart. Frank, how about you? I'm going to go with, this is so tough. I mean, I would like to have a half slab of ribs from Montgomery Inn mm. with a side of green beans and a, um, a piece of cornbread from Walt's Barbecue that's no longer in business. And then on the side, I like two cheese conies, no onion, no mustard. <laughs> because of, if I had to eat this the rest of my life, I had to get a little bit of skyline in there. And then for dessert, of course, uh, graters, um, black raspberry ice cream. Oh, black that's where it's yeah. at. So that's, that's your at. meal every day for that's my eternity. Meal at, well, eternity won't be long. I've been eating that every day. But I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this sounded like a last meal. meal. That yeah. sounded like yeah. a last meal. Okay. Yeah, you put me on the spot there. That's a hard one to choose. So Okay. Thank I'm, you. I'm going to go with pizza. I like Grace's idea. You can switch it up. Yeah. That's good. That defeats the whole point of that question, but okay. <laughs> he can answer pizza. How about you, Munch? What do you think? <laughs> I, uh, I'm just still wrapping my head around Sam's answer there. Um, <laughs> food for the, uh, I'll be honest, ramen noodles. Oh, I mean, as, in, as insane as that sounds to eat every day, I love, like, I've never not been able to eat ramen noodles. Mm. And it's just, you know, we get the beef one day, chicken, I like the shrimp. Mm. It's all good. Ramen noodles. Oh. Final answer. Nice. All right, next one. If you could be world-class at any sport, what would it be and why? Uh, softball. It's so fun, and I would love to do it forever. Nice. I like that. Thank you. I would have to say baseball. I would be center fielder, five-tool athlete, cannon of an arm, no one would run against me, hit for power, hit for average, speed on the bases, win like at least seven MVPs, become the hit king, overthrow Pete Rose, and won some championships along the way. Wow. 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 Goodness. <laughs> well, I don't know quite how to respond to well, that. What about you, Brad? Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. I think basketball. Basketball has always been my favorite sport to play. I don't have as many reasons as Sam, but <laughs> basketball. 
Well, this has been an interesting rapid this fire. This is a rapid fire for the <laughs> history books, I think, folks. You're welcome. I mean, we may have to consider just doing an entire podcast with Sam Frank only rapid fire yeah, questions. That's, I'm I here for that's it. A, that's an episode. calendar's open. Well, back to marching band. Ooh, um, we love marching band. Yes, yes, we do. And we have a reason to, you guys. Uh, always successful for many, many years. Um, have built a great program. Kids work incredibly hard. We talked to you earlier this year. Um, really at the start of the season when you were still in that heavy practice mode, mm-hmm. not that you ever stopped practicing, but um, there weren't many performances happening and whatnot. So now that we're in the thick of things, you know, you've had some football games, some competitions. Tell us the story about what has happened with marching bands since we last talked to you. Well, we have started competition season. Um, we've done four contests now. Uh, two with Mid-States and two with uh, OMEA. And, uh, you know, the kids have worked really hard all the way through um, and received some, uh, you know, trophies for that. Um, we all try to keep in mind with, with us and with the students, like, the awards are uh, a result of the process throughout the week. They're not just something that we show up on Saturday and are just handed to. Uh, they come from the hard work and the dedication that they show day in and day out throughout the week. Um, so it's it's fun to point back to that when things are going well. And I think things are going really well this season. Um, we had a reserve grand champion at our first contest, which means we came in second place overall. We got grand champion uh, at our second contest. Uh, and then we went to Wilmington. Uh, no, the second contest. We got reserve. We got reserve. Champion. The first contest. We, we won. won our class. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third contest, we also got reserve, uh, grand champion. I can't even keep up with it. So many trophies. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. And then the kids did great again this last weekend. Uh, you know, we won our class. Uh, percussion's doing really well this year. Um, guards working really hard as well. Uh, so, and it's, it's nice to see, uh, our school, uh, with the small, uh, number of students that we have compete against schools like Kettering and Sycamore and Loveland and, and, and come out on top. So that's fun for the kids and it's fun for us. Um, but it's just part of the process on our way towards finals and, and bands of America coming up. So Grace, you're a drum major this year, right? Yeah. So, I've always I've always wanted to know this because I never got a chance to do that in high school. But what is that experience like up there on the podium conducting at a contest? It's so awesome. It's the best feeling in the world because you're so nervous going into it. We've just maybe added new things through the week. You've watched the band, you know, work and get better, and you're just thinking like will this pay off is it going to pay off and then you're up on the podium and you're just locked in and then at the end of the show we always the three drum majors we talk to each other and we're like that was awesome like that was great it's the most electric feeling and when you were a band member when did you notice like when you became drum major when did you notice like this is a little different than being an actual marcher um the first day really it's it's a different experience for sure. It's a lot of leadership and it's a lot of hard work, but it's definitely worth it. Tell us a story about your leadership this year. What, what have you experienced from your leadership role 
as a drum major? Um, it's certainly challenging. It's not an easy role, um, but it's one that I take very seriously. And I, you know, get to see all these young members grow and, you know, come to me for questions and help with marching and stuff. And it's a really great experience to be able to kind of see things from another side as opposed to marching. And I know, I know I've had you in band before and you're an amazing musician, but what is one of the best, proudest moments you've had as a band member this year? T- take us through the season. What's, what's the one memory you can take yourself back to so far on your journey? It's not over yet, right? You've got four contests right, left. Right. But what's the one moment you can take yourself back to and, and share that memory where you're like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this? Um. It would have to be so music rehearsal a couple weeks ago. We, we kind of had a more difficult week the week before. We were struggling to um, get in the grind. We hadn't competed in a bit. And it's just hard to keep yourself motivated and for the band to keep themselves motivated. And it was full band, and they're playing Canon D in the third movement. And it was amazing. It was fantastic. And it just reminds all of us that it's like, this is why we do this. This is why we put so much hard work into all the things that we do, because it's so rewarding when you hear that final product. Nice. And for you guys, what are some few challenges this year that were presented that you didn't expect? (laughs) (laughs) There's always something. Um, Number one. Our old sound system was not compatible with Lucas Oil Stadium, so that was a big challenge. Really? Tell us overcome. more about that. Well, they changed like the frequencies. Yeah, like the acceptable use frequencies oh, for the wireless stuff. For the wireless yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh. So we had to update our wireless, and which figure was, out how to use that, and then learn how to use it, which has been still a learning experience, an adventure. Yeah, and an expensive adventure. Very. Um, what else? Our sound co- cart broke coming off the field uh, at Turpin this past weekend. One of the wheels fell off. Yeah. And so there was, like, parents and students and Turpin students and uh, one of our student teachers here who had come to, to watch the uh, the kids, like, lifting up this extremely heavy sound cart, trying to get it uh, back to the trailer, which was wild. Um, what else? I mean, those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're using props differently this year. There's way more of them than we've used in the past, and we're moving them this year and standing on them this year and doing all kinds of stuff with that. So there's been a learning curve with that that was harder than expected. Um, the new uniforms... That was a debacle. <laughs> we were supposed to get those the second week of September, and then we didn't get them until Friday, this past yep. Friday. Oh, wow, second week of September. I didn't realize So it was for senior night, our last uh, home game, and we were like, man, you know, the support from the community helped purchase these. It'd be great if we could get in them for the final home game. It'd be awesome for the seniors to get that opportunity. So we raced around like crazy uh, from 1.30 until – six on friday 
trying to get kids fitted for uniforms so that we could wear them that night. And then the whole next morning on Saturday, fixing problems that we found on Friday with like uniforms that didn't fit quite right and all that stuff. So that was wow. wild. That is wild. But they pop look, up all the time. They look so amazing though. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to the community that yeah. helped support us in that journey because yep. they look great. Board of Education and uh, the people who help support FMPA mm-hmm. for sure. You know, there's a story about uniforms. Uh, this would be interesting. But I remember when uh, Rick Cannon and I were band directors, this is when I first got started. We purchased brand new uniforms. And before that time, the Board of Education did not set aside money, and mm. the FMPA were the only ones who were setting aside money. So the school district at that time really supported us and set aside half of the money mm-hmm. along with the FMPA. And that was huge because that really made it possible where we would be able to get new uniforms regularly yeah. or w- within a good interval. And so that that was just speaking about Finneytown, that was something – I know Rick Payne was a big part of that when he was on the board, um, but that was that, that's something I wanted to mention because people don't really understand how much support goes on behind the scenes, and our yep. school's been real supportive of those kinds of things. So absolutely, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you guys got them. They do look good. I saw a picture last night. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I think the kids like them. Yeah. What do Grace? you think, Chris? Um, I from what I hear, they're awesome. They you know, they're adjustable, the <clears throat> legs and the arms. Really? So they have snaps on the inside. Oh, so cool. it's really easy to get them custom fit for everybody. And they, I mean, they look amazing. So wait a minute, you don't have to hem them? You just no. like, really? Yeah, adjustable hems. And they're 100% machine washable. Wow. Thank okay. you, Fred J. Miller Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the amount of details that go into marching band just fascinates me like all these little things that make such a big difference yeah. uh, you know people like me don't don't realize i have a question for grace real quick so this is your second year with them right yep can you tell us from a marching band member's perspective how have you seen the two of them grow as directors from year one to year two? Um, I think the two of them have an awesome relationship, and I think that that definitely helps their leadership from a student perspective. Watching them have an amazing relationship with each other, and we've seen you know that relationship grow of they, as they've, whether they want to or not, spent way more time with each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've seen that, and from a student perspective, it's, really encouraging to come to band and see like, oh, they want to be here. You know, there are two people who enjoy their jobs and enjoy, you know, the company that it provides and they make this program a great environment. And it's always been a great environment, but I really think that this year they've taken a lot of time and focus into maintaining and improving that positive environment. That's exciting to hear. That's cool to hear. Thanks, Greg. And I think what's exciting to me to hear you say that is this season, I mean, kind of, it's just getting started, right? You got four contests left. Halfway there. We've only done four. We got four more. So so I guess my question is, tell the audience, what what is coming up? 
what are the contests left? What's mm-hmm. what's left on this roadmap to the end of the season? We have one more regional contest this weekend at West Claremont. Um, I don't know when this podcast is going to release, but as of today, this weekend at West Claremont. Um, and then we have our finals weekend. So we'll do Mid-States finals on Saturday and then the Ohio Music Education Association State Marching Band finals on Sunday. And then we have BOA, Bands of America Grand National Championships, on uh, Thursday. What are performance times for Mid-States finals? Because I think when this drops... That'll be the one. Where is that at? Mid-States Finals is at King's High School. We are performing at 2 p.m., I believe. And then the next day, Sunday, um, we are performing at Piqua. Um, That's where they're doing state finals this year. Uh, And we perform at 7.30 p.m. And then the following weekend, which is November 11th, right? Or Uh, what what date is it? Thursday the 10th. The 10th 10th is Lucas Oil Stadium at 9.45 a.m. Nice. That's and then be cool. if you like would follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Finneytown Bands, we're going to have a community send off show on Wednesday. Oh, cool. November 9th. We're trying to put that all together and we're still planning that. But we'd like to perform for the community one last time so they get the whole show before the kids load up and drive off to Indianapolis that evening. Yeah. So we'd That's love to cool. See. A send off show on the 9th. Yeah. Wednesday That's the after. night we're leaving. Yeah. The 9th. Wednesday evening. Yeah. Well, let's close this out. I have one last question. If the kid, if all the band was here right now in this room, what would you tell them or what would you want them to know going into the last push of the season? That uh, the work they have done so far this season has been uh, amazing. Uh and I know that they're tired because it's a long season, but the best is yet to come. So we got to keep pushing. We can't give up now. We've worked too hard to go on autopilot. And I think that, that they know that. And uh, the work ethic I've seen out of this group, and I've told you guys every time I've been on this podcast, this is probably the hardest working band I've ever been a part of um and so i don't see them slowing down but every now and then you know everyone's tired need encouragement to to keep pushing how about you sam i would tell them that i'm proud of them for the journey they've made so far i've seen 75 kids grow as a family mm-hmm. really improve their craft and really improve their work ethic and their time management and i would tell them that if they keep that up they're going to achieve things that they thought were unimaginable yep. that they're going to be doing. They're destined for great things if they keep it up. Mm-hmm. Grace, how about you? Um, Probably that the best is yet to come. Like it seems like we're almost done with the season. We're wrapping things up. But really these like finals weekend and BOA, that's really where it's going to be amazing and so rewarding. And, you know, I have yet to experience BOA. This is our first year going and I cannot wait for that. And so I think if we all just keep working hard through this last push of the season, we're really going to see um, results that we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Well, I want you guys to know that we notice, like we notice the hard work you guys put in and the kids put in. I mean, just show up in the neighborhood, come out of your house at 7 a.m. and you hear the hard work. Yeah. So 
Um, we're excited to see you. We're going to come out and see you. Yep. We're on the 5th. On the 5th. We're awesome. going to be there. So um, thank you guys for coming on. And Absolutely. No, we appreciate it. Grace Finch, thank you so much. Sam Frank, Brad Delaney joining us on the podcast again. Thanks for having us. No doubt. Yeah. And we're, we are proud of our marching band and music program and, and all the people who come together truly as a community to support yes. everything that you are, are doing and will do in the future. So, listeners, uh, if you le- have a story to share and you'd like to join us on the podcast, reach out to Mike Kennedy or me. Uh, we'd love to have some community members uh, join us in here to, to share stories from beyond the walls of the school buildings about Finneytown and what makes our community such a special place. And um, we want to hear those stories. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your pets. Tell people at the grocery store. Finneytown Wildcats has a podcast, and it's a good one. We'll talk to you next time.